Writer Media Group Original. What is up, my friends and my family? Welcome into the Versed Podcast. My name is John. A daily pursuit is what we're on, a pursuit to become more perceptive to what the Bible says. And today, we're reading from the book of Luke, chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. So most of you know that before we read the day's verses, what I like to do is present a historical and biblical context to what we're reading to really help us grasp uh, fully and better understand what we're reading. It's really vital. It's really important. And typically what I've done is I talk about the author, um, the time in history, what was going on in culture at that time, how it relates to other passages in the Bible. But when it has come to the Gospels, because There really is so much information, and I try to keep these podcasts short. I generally stick to what was going on with Jesus at the time in the Gospels, instead of talking about the authors and the history and the purpose behind them. Today, though, is a different day, and I'm going to switch it up a bit, because what we're reading is Jesus preaching and making his call to Peter, James, and John to follow him. It's an amazing story, and the context is so good. But briefly, Let me tell you about the gospel we are reading from today, the gospel of Luke. It surprised me uh, to know that all four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are anonymous. But there is really strong evidence for believing that today that Luke has been correctly identified as the author of the book of Luke. Maybe if you're interested in diving deeper into that, we can certainly do um, a deep dive episode. I would love to bring guests on and and provide that resource for you. So let me know. Um, you can reach out to me, message me, DM me on Instagram or email me, whatever. Um, that info's in the uh, show notes. I'll put that in there for you. But for today, just know that there is strong, strong evidence there to prove that Luke is the assumed author. You might also be interested to know that Luke was not an eyewitness to Jesus. I didn't know that either. Um, He was also not a Jew. He learned about the life and the teaching of Jesus from eyewitnesses, which ultimately explains why there's an emphasis uh, on Gentiles in Luke, and also the book of Acts, which he wrote as well, is is attributed to him. The book of Luke, if we're looking dating-wise, but between 50 and 60 AD, so the 50s, um, it was written after Mark and it was written before Acts was written. So that's where we are uh, in the timetable. Luke wrote his gospel with a purpose to provide a well-documented account of the life of Jesus. Jesus, who was fully God, who was fully man, uh, that moved among the people to free them from oppression. The outcasts, the forgotten, the marginalized, They all got to see and experience the love of Jesus, even if he had to confront the Jewish leaders to do it. Throughout this book, Jesus used the word of God to open people's minds and to open their hearts to who he is, that he is knowable, that he is touchable, that he is here and for each of us. So with that knowledge, with that context, let's read Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. One day, as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, 
for the fishermen had left them and they were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Now go out to where it's deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, We worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let down the nets again. And this time their nets were so full of fish that they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners into the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, O Lord, please leave me. I'm such a sinful man. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. So as I'm recording this podcast, it is summertime in Maryland, where I live, which means a lot of time is spent at the pool with my daughters. And I'm currently teaching my youngest daughter, Colby, to swim. I've tried a bunch of different tactics, fun tactics, like throwing toys in the water for her to chase and trying to get her excited about jumping in. It was okay. It really wasn't that effective, though. And then my wife, Alex, who was an all-state swimmer herself, comes from a family of swimmers. She told me that first, before Colby gets going and having fun, she's got to put her face in the water. And it's that first little step that helps her get comfortable in the water. It's a critical first step. So what we started doing is putting our face in the water and blowing bubbles in the water, and she loves that. And in no time, she's jumping and swimming and having fun. And not to Jesus juke that moment, but it's funny because following God begins with a small act like that, even a small act of obedience putting our face in the water, blowing bubbles. It may seem insignificant. It may seem unrelated to the task at hand, but that's where God wants us to start with a small act of obedience. That's what we see in the story today. When Jesus asked to borrow a fishing boat, it probably seemed like just an ordinary request. Peter had no idea it would open the door to ministry, life, a completely remarkable life-changing adventure with Jesus Saying yes in the small things, saying yes to Jesus, saying yes to God, it's essential to discovering his purpose for us. Our obedience um, not only benefits us, it benefits those around us too. Jesus uh, made the next small request to Peter, and Peter listened to let down his nets one more time. And what was the result? Two boatloads of fish, which was more than enough for all of those with him. Sometimes the obedience to God seems unreasonable. Like a preacher who had spent most of his life doing carpentry, telling a professional fisherman how to do his job, even though he had been fishing without success all night. We have to remember that our natural instincts, our experiences, they're distorted right? They're distorted by sin. God's word will 
more likely than not contradict our natural reasoning. We can't see things perfectly. We lack context. Our understanding is flawed, and that's why we need to depend on God, who is all-knowing and can accomplish the impossible. Obeying God in faith can lead to these divinely ordained opportunities and blessing for us and for others. So as we move into a time uh, of reflection reflection on this, um, of of meditation and of prayer like we do uh, every day, think about this. How are you responding to God's requests? Are you listening? And does the word yes come quickly? And I'd even encourage you to, to pray about keeping your ears open um, to those small acts of obedience that will draw you closer to God. Let's do that. Take a minute or two, and then we'll come back on the other side. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast, taking a few minutes out of your day um, to join me in really what is my own personal pursuit to become more aware of the Bible, to read the Bible more, to understand the Bible. Um, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad we'll, glad for every um, rating and review that has come in on the podcast because it's helping the podcast grow and I can really sense this um, community growing and building I am going to continue this trend that I, uh, I I started last time about giving a little cosign, giving a shout out to you. If you leave a review, I will do my best to read yours in the next podcast. So this one comes from Defining Human Touch. Not sure what that means, but I like it. The review's titled Faith Friend. Love exploring the nuggets of the greatest story in a layman style. Look forward to many more encounters Thank you. Thank you for the rating. Thank you for the review. Uh, Make sure you get yours in and you could have yours heard um, and shout you out in the next podcast. If you want resources uh, to dive deeper on your own, if you want more context in that way, if you want to know what I'm using to, to put these podcasts together to do my own research, all that info is in the show notes. So check that out. And I don't think I have anything else for you. Let's just call it a day. Let's wrap it up. We will talk next time. Thanks for being here today. Make sure you make hope louder. 